0: Dies ist ein thematischer Podcast und in jeder Episode behandeln wir Probleme, die dem Brettspielen, den Leuten, die sie spielen und der Industrie begegnen. Essensspiel ist nur in ein paar Wochen und deshalb schauen wir uns diesen riesigen Event im Brettspielbranchenkalender an und geben euch ein paar Tipps für den Besuch dieser Ausstellung und bringen euch ein paar deutsche Redewendungen bei. Hello and welcome to the Tabletop Inquisition podcast. How are you? Hello, how are you? I'm
1: Sean. Okay, we probably to put a stop to all this Germanness. As awesome and all as it is. Um, for those of you who maybe didn't understand our lovely introduction, um, we're going to be talking about Spiel this week. Um, yes. Yes, exactly. So
0: It's just around the corner now, so I- it's time to actually do a special for Essen as well.
1: So for those of you who don't know what Essenspiel is, it's probably the world's biggest board game convention, whatever, right? It's definitely Germany's biggest board game convention.
0: It's Germany's biggest, (laughs) definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's an exciting time in the board game world. Lots of new releases and things come out of Essen. People gather together to try games they've not played before. And people like us sit around and make lists about the games we would love to see come out of Essen.
0: Yes, true. And I'm not even going so I'm I'm making lists for stuff that I definitely won't be able to buy. Um, So but you're going so have you got things ready? Have you planned a bit now?
1: Uh, a little bit. I've been holding off on my planning bit. up until like the last minute, <laughs> as much as possible, because I find if I get if I think about it too much, I'll get too excited and then I'll get anxious. Yeah. So for now, it's like Essence, is that thing happening soon, but we'll we we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We don't worry about, about it. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> So how have you been keeping?
0: Yeah, not bad. Uh, I'm 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 all right. Had a had a busy <laughs> a busy week and. Um... You might have heard me on some other podcast as well, which was great fun recording with Richard. (laughs) And you would have heard Richard on our podcast as well, of course. So, you know, you probably have heard quite a lot about him now. So that was fun. Mm, He's a friend of the show. He is, actually. We should create a page on the website.
1: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. A friend of the the show. And you can find out more about them here. Yeah, definitely.
0: Exactly, yeah. Little profiles. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, That's really, really cool. Um, I know I heard your interview was really, really interesting. So if you guys haven't gone and listened to the We're Not Wizards podcast yet with Oliver on it, you should definitely check it out. Super. You get Thank to learn you. all sorts yeah. of secret things about Oliver that you never knew before. Oh.
0: Yes, lots of secrets. <laughs> 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 what about you, though? What have you been up to?
1: Well, with Essen Coming, it seems to be a really busy board game type uh, time of year, right? Um, yeah. So I've had a... a your arrivals show up at my house, so there have been many unboxings, and I've been sick. And in the midst of all that, I've been playing a lot of board games from Stefan Feld, so we're calling it Feld Timber.
2: Nice. <laughs> so nice. That's, that's yeah,
1: Feld Timber. Uh, so yeah, it's been it's been pretty it's been pretty exciting, hectic, but very exciting. Um, But not as exciting as our podcast, of course. I've been looking forward to
0: recording this. No, I'm always looking forward to it as well. It's it's Mm. nice talking to you and nice catching up, even though obviously we chat on Twitter and things. But I hope people (laughs) have joined us for this episode as well. And hopefully, again, we've had some good feedback for this podcast and people like Mm. what we're doing. So hopefully we can carry on. And again, you know, Mm. keep letting us know what you think, because we want to know whether we're doing the right things, whether (laughs) we should do more of something or less of something else. So Mm. we carry on
1: yeah we're not perfect we we need input excellent so shall we pop on to our next section then which is us talking about what games we've played
0: yes games we played so we have had uh the summer holidays here in the uk didn't finish too long ago now and during the holidays we actually had a chance to play near and far with the family so my daughter my wife and i played. I think it was like three or four maps on the campaign mode. It was really fun. Great fun. Little game that, you know, is very easy to play, has enough interest in there. Obviously, you know, Red Raven Games is is well known for the artwork as well. So very pretty to look at. And that was great fun having our daughter play with us again because that is a rare occurrence these days. Mm. So actually getting her to play with us, you know, several games is is great fun. And then... In the games group, we've tried a new game that I um, got, well, it was actually on Kickstarter originally, I think, beginning of this year, maybe end of last year, called Exchange, mm-hmm. uh, and that's all about stock markets and buying shares and, and mm-hmm. stock markets moving around, and it's it's really based on the uh, founding of the new exchange stock market, and Yeah, that was quite fun. It's probably in a way a bit too light, but it's also over quite quick. So, you know, the games group enjoyed playing that. It's very cutthroat. So you're really just Mm -hmm. trying to see what shares people buy and then try and push down the price somehow. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a sort of interesting mechanism in which they call the uh, stock market bubble. So what happens if you try and push the price too far down, it actually pops out the other end, suddenly becomes the maximum price. And vice versa, if you push the price too high, it sort of drops right down to... It's not zero it's like ten dollars or something like that, so there's some nice little strategy there you know if, if someone tries to push the stock market um to boost their you know stock uh, that the shares that they have, they might actually lose out because someone else might also push it up and then push it out the other end so hmm. very interesting mechanism, little game. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think what else we have been playing. We've been playing quite a lot of Star Realms recently, so you can yeah, see a lot of sort of short, light games as well. Mm-hmm. Just a bit of fun, nothing too heavy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's quite nice as well, just for a change to having the games that take hours to play. Yeah. But something like Star Realms and something lighter. So... Mm-hmm. That's probably most of the stuff we've played. I mean, Munchkin was in amongst it as well, but yeah, there's lots of lots of lighter like playing uh, games, really. Oh,
1: I I do think that like summer is like the best time for lighter games. Yeah. Because you kind of want to be outside and stuff and doing things while the sun is there. Yes. And then in the winter time, you want the big heavy games because there's nowhere worth going. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's good choice. It's good you good choices there. I was mean, so wondering. It's interesting actually about this the stock market exchange game you're saying it's quite you know. Um, ruthless i suppose with more players it is do you you mind games that are like that that are a bit cutthroat or would you have or would you rather keep something kind of i don't know less vindictive (laughs) when you're playing with i think
0: i think it depends on the mood and and certainly with the games group i've been trying Mm -hmm. to intentionally find games now that are a bit more cutthroat Ah. because i think we we've we're quite a friendly group now and we actually we know we take it with with humor rather than take it a bit too seriously because mm-hmm. I, I think if you take it too seriously, then cutthroat games aren't right. But we just yeah. you know think, oh, it's funny to you know do something to really dob someone in, and uh, you know even with simple games like Star Realms, if you play it the way we played, where everyone can attack everyone, it's mm-hmm. easy just to you know basically keep attacking the same person and and just you know you know everyone attacks one and, and they they drop out. But for a short game, that's fine; it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. Yeah. So. As I say, we found it's. We looked at it in a light-hearted way and didn't mind, or actually quite enjoyed the sort of ruthlessness. And and in <laughs> fact, the funny thing is with those sort of games, because the decisions are secret until everyone reveals. Yeah. You think someone is going to go one way because they sort of seem to be playing a certain way and be quite ruthless and then you realize actually they're suddenly friendly and you are (laughs) then surprised and it creates an extra element of strategy as well the sort of ruthlessness if you like so okay it can work it really depends
1: that's pretty cool i I normally dislike ruthless games especially if they happen to me (laughs) yeah (laughs) but if i'm the one being ruthless it's not so bad (laughs) or i think the worst scenario is where you've been really nice to everybody and then everyone else has been awfully ruthless and you don't find out till afterwards and you're like god damn why did i you know why did i try to be so friendly with everybody but yeah i i said I it's an interesting one with large groups as you say it depends i guess on who you're playing with um if people some people really um get a kick out of not having to be friendly you know within the constraints of a yeah. game so it's not it's it's it's, yeah, a cool, yeah. it's a kind of a cool dynamic right so what have i been playing well yes what have you been playing <laughs> so before i kind of jump into fell timber i'm going to start with a little game that really really surprised me and this is from level 99 games and they're known for making Relatively complicated games, to be fair, um, but usually yeah. kind of really interesting ones. And this one is called Cell Swords, um, and the version I have of it is Olympus. Ooh. I don't know why I have this version, I just know it costs six pounds, so it was a really cheap game. <laughs> right, okay. um, and basically, It's a game where you have a handful of cards and they are all squares and you have to place them down um, on a five by five grid and you're trying to flip your opponent's cards and they have numbers on them. So the higher the number will flip the lower number so that you want to kind of create rows and patterns with as many of your colors of, you know, for your cards as possible to win victory points. Um, it's really familiar to a game that was in a video game so anybody who might have played um, Final Fantasy 8 there's a card game in that called tetra master and it's basically this game where you play cards down with numbers mm, okay. and you flip the cards next to them to turn them to your side and I've played hours upon hours upon hours of that game um, it's actually probably slightly disturbing <laughs> so when this game showed up when salesforce showed up my husband laid it out for me and normally when we go head to head it does doesn't really go in my favor especially anything tactical i can hammer him at this it's brilliant so i've had a it's a really really fun little game it only takes like 10 minutes to play if even um and it's quite tactical the cards will have special abilities and things like that too but for six pounds i thought it was a a real cracker of a game yeah yeah. um so i really really enjoyed i really enjoyed that and it's, it's super quick um which makes it fantastic um so then to the Feld games. <laughs> I've only had like four show up in the past month and this is all accidental. A lot of these have been on my wishlist for a while, but magically things get cheap together. Don't know why. Um but the first one I'll talk about is Trajan. Oh yeah. This is a game I had my eye on for a really, really long time and it just kept being slightly I don't know, too expensive or not that interested. You know that kind of way you have to wait for something to get cheap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So i finally got a, a copy of Trojan, and in it you are Romans, and you're trying to. I, I'm going to say this badly, but you're basically trying to gain influence in different areas of the board. It's a real like right, yeah. everything to do with Stefan Feld is point salad, and it's and yes, it is a dry euro. And <laughs> while well, coming up with my s and wish list, I've learned that in my heart beats a dry euro. <laughs> <laughs> and I just right, I yeah. can't <laughs> I can't help myself. But this this is basically what trajan is, is there's there's different areas of the map you're gonna want to interact with. The trick is how you do it and it's got this really perplexing and brilliant puzzle, which is you've like a little circle in front of you and and each portion of the circle are it's related to the actions you can do out on the board. Okay. But you've got um a series of kind of colored cylinders and you have to you have to kind of move them like you do um in five tribes if you played that, where you have to match the colours to end up in the spot you want to end up. Oh, yeah, yeah, So if you yeah, have yeah. three of these cylinders, you can you can only move three spaces um so you go one two three and you drop them as you go along but then the minute you have to move something else it's
0: a bit like a mancala isn't it
1: yes it is exactly a mancala that's exactly it and it is both genius and head-wrecking i've never just sat there and held my head so much and going i just need to get to the military bit (laughs) how do i make it happen Um, (laughs) it's it's so good it's so it's so it's so so good It's, it's one of the few games where we finished playing it and straight away we played a second game that's kind of unusual in our house normally oh, we'll, we just, we'll yeah. play something else think about it come back so it's it's brilliant and people have been telling me for a really long time it's brilliant I've seen it it is true um, if you like dry euro shenanigans that you can't beat that
0: that's the one okay but it's
1: really good the second fell game I'll mention is called Oracle of Delphi and I got this on a second-hand market for like 20 euros. So I was really chuffed with that. Mm, um, nice, And yeah. it is it is a, also, well, it's, no, it's not point salad. It, maybe it feels like it. But it's technically a race game where you're trying to complete um different tasks that the gods have given you. And then the first person back to the god at the end wins. So you're traveling around the map and you're trying to match colors to complete basically different kind of set collection things you also have your own board and you can move up and down that and get special powers yeah it's a f- extravaganza of stuff uh when we opened the box just like where does everything go and when you it t- takes quite a while to set up there's a lot of bits and bobs but it's really really impressive and it was really really fun <laughs> i didn't think so i looked at it first and i went god this looks very kind of dated um and busy but you know what it was a good laugh so I'm um, really really um, impressed with Feld so far um, I'm waiting to have a miss I have two I have two more games to go I've not got to Merlin yet or to Carpe Diem which showed up today but so far so good so is anybody else a Feld fan is there anything else I should be looking at um, so yeah so it's been super exciting so what next
0: Yeah, shall we, shall we move on to our next section then
1: <laughs> yeah let's go
0: So, yes, so our main topic, as we said Mm -hmm. at the beginning, is Eschenspiel, um, the big exhibition and we just want to give you some ideas of what's happening, things mm-hmm. to do there, what to think about it beforehand, and all that. Yeah. So just talk about things in general uh, to start with. I think. Yeah. And obviously, the most obvious thing is when it is. Um, <laughs> as we said, end of October. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, from the twenty fourth to the twenty seventh of yeah. October. Mm-hmm. So it's a good few days. Uh, a big show. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to put all the further details and description of mm-hmm. this podcast, so you can see the opening times, the location, mm-hmm. websites, and all those sort of things as well and obviously anything else useful Mm -hmm. will be in there any links that we're going to talk about so Mm -hmm. don't worry about it too much just check the description of the podcast so where shall we begin with this (laughs) what what shall (laughs) we start with
1: yeah well how does one prepare to go to a convention you know it's not like it's it's not something you're going to do every week or every month is it it's kind of it's a pretty big and special (laughs) thing (laughs) So I suppose most of your prep work has to start at home, doesn't it? You know, yeah. and getting getting your stuff together. And so, what kind of things would you think about Oliver if you're getting ready to go to a convention?
0: Well, there's obviously a few things just to make sure you, you're ready. Obviously, if you're traveling, you know, just just the usual stuff. So whether whether you're going on holiday, it's the same sort of thing. You you pack mm. your things. So I think that's normal. But there are obviously some things are different. You're not going to the beach. You know, you don't mm. need those sort of things, but. Going to an exhibition, and especially an exhibition like Essen, which is huge, I mean, there's, I don't know how many halls there are and and how much space there is and how many people there are, Mm -hmm. but it's one of those events. And even if you go just for, you know, not the whole exhibition, (laughs) always pack comfortable shoes. To me, that's probably the number one tip something that you're comfortable in you know Mm -hmm. if you're working there you might have a dress code from the company but for us normal and attendees if you like Mm -hmm. we want to be comfortable because we'll be walking around you know for miles and miles (laughs) you know don't buy new (laughs) shoes that you haven't (gasps) worn before you don't regret (laughs) that take something with you that you've you've worn for a while and that you know Mm -hmm. you're comfortable and you can walk in all day without any problems because your feet will thank you for that
1: yeah it's it's definitely a really really big convention and there is a lot of walking so you're definitely going to want to Shoes and and when you're thinking about clothes in general, um, it's warm inside, really warm. To to top off with all the walking you're doing, so you know you're probably not going to be wanting to go around in your hoodie. Although I'm pretty sure layers is a really good idea. Yeah, you want to wear something kind of light and and breathable and obviously comfortable as well because you're going to be spending quite a bit of time there. At least you know, at least you assume you will be going around all the different stalls. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. as Oliver pointed out, this this is big. Essen is so big, um, so much bigger than I thought it was so i went on a day trip to essen last year yeah. i don't recommend it and i found it <laughs> too late that it wasn't what i should have done yeah so i did a whole bunch of traveling about to spend about maybe two and a half three hours actually at the spiel and i thought i was going to be able to get around all of these different stalls and things all the different halls um no problem they're like the size of a football field and more they're, they're it's a it's a huge huge place and you got to prepare prepare yourself for that you know it's it's, it's- yeah it's big and i think it's even bigger this year they're adding more and more halls. yeah, yeah um, so yeah be, be comfortable in what you're wearing um and prepare that it's going to be more warm and stuff inside
0: yeah and, and um, i mean you're, you're traveling obviously from your hotel or somewhere else to the convention so you will be outdoors for some amount of the time maybe going out in the evenings as well so mm-hmm. maybe take like a light rain jacket or something in case the weather isn't very clement but uh, but you just you know consider you're probably taking public transport you might be taking a taxi yeah. so you know you won't be out that much but If you do take anything like that, um, also take a rucksack because it's easy to store your little (laughs) coat in there plus Mm -hmm. all the other things you might want to take. So one of those things to to remember is, Mm -hmm. is taking a rucksack and don't make it a big rucksack. You know, very tempting to get a huge rucksack so you can put all the games in there that you've bought yes. but you'll find so for some exhibitions it's probably not a problem but certainly with Essen, where it's so busy you just keep knocking into people and you knock them over yeah. so get something that you know mm-hmm. maybe have a big rucksack with you on your journey to the uh, to the hotel and whatever but then leave it at the hotel and have a small rucksack that you just basically have the stuff there for the day And nothing else and then you can obviously repack anything into your suitcase or into a bigger rucksack to to keep at the hotel Um, but yeah Mm -hmm. a rucksack definitely is is useful you can Put your yeah. notepad, pens, You've, all those sort of things in there.
1: You'll sometimes see people as well with kind of the wheelie luggage, you know, to be yeah, able to yeah. carry around the heavier board games. And be really careful if you are doing that because, as, as uh, you know, as Oliver's pointed out, it is really really busy. You'll also find people pushing them in front of them, and you can trip over them and such. Yeah, yeah. So you know, because it is quite compact, you want to make sure that what you have isn't necess- isn't too bulky. You're just going to end up getting caught up on other people and things like that. So yeah, some something decently sized, like you yeah, you you are going to buy board games, obviously obviously you're going to have to have a way to carry them but you want to do you want to do it in such a way that it's, it's manageable yeah yeah And you can see, you're, yeah exactly and that you're you're going to be able to haul them right with you there's no point planning on buying 12 games and then wondering how you're going to carry them all um you might want to have a plan
0: yeah in mind yeah and we're going to give some tips about you yeah. know buying games there as well later to to help you with yeah. the load, so it's not quite bit. so bad yes other than that uh i think Think about sort of hygiene and all that. So things like hand sanitizer is probably useful because, you you know, you will be touching things, you will be around. So it's good good just, you know, have something with you. You don't want to keep finding the toilet so you can wash your hands. You know, if you have just a hand sanitizer with you, Mm -hmm. it'll help and make things a bit easier. Things like deodorant as well. I know it's probably not something you want to necessarily mention, but, (laughs) it you know, people will get hot. It's It's normal. And you know yourself how hot or sweaty you get. So have something with you, just, you know, freshen Mm -hmm. up. So you can just, you know, go to a site somewhere and and just top up and and that's always important. Mm -hmm. And and given that, you know, you will be running around and losing liquid take water with you (laughs) lots of water so have a water bottle that you'd like you know like a flask or something if that's what you want or you know buy stuff when you're there but probably best to just have Mm -hmm. a water bottle that you take with you from home and then you can fill up in the hotel Mm -hmm. or or wherever
1: yeah i think one of the big things about going to such a big event like this is having a plan in mind for what you're going to do you really kind of you want to be prepared um like and for sure you can go around and casually kind of look at everything but if there's specific things you have in mind you should definitely like make a list of um you know what games you want to see yeah um maybe what games you want to demo and things like that have a printed copy of that with you there'll also sometimes be special guests too that you might want to meet or talks sometimes as well um and you're gonna need to keep track of those kind of things if they're important to you to go see them like obviously you can go to spiel and just wander around and have a a really good time. Yeah. yeah. But you know, to, I think sometimes to get the most out of it and to get the things you really want, there's definitely no harm in having a plan.
0: No, definitely. And and I always mm-hmm. found it useful, certainly at the UK Games Expo. If you if you get a copy of the floor plan and just mark up the stands that you want mm-hmm. to see. I don't know how easy it will be with essen but at least you have roughly idea of, of where you where you are and, and then what's nearby and who you want to see and it helps to organize mm-hmm in what order you want to see things as well. It might not always work out that way, but if you know roughly the publishers Mm -hmm. or exhibitors you want to visit, if you mark them up on the floor plan beforehand, they can roughly plan a route and and know where you want to be when and do it that way. But certainly have it printed out as well. So with you, even though you will obviously get copies of the uh, catalogue and all Mm -hmm. that, at the show um, if you do it in advance mm-hmm. you can print out a smaller copy of it rather than lag around a big heavy catalog mm-hmm. and that's quite useful so printing yeah. out stuff and printing out stuff generally actually things like your ticket <laughs> flight ticket mm-hmm. details maybe do a photocopy yeah. of your passport mm-hmm. people always say have that with you your hotel booking flight details uh, you know any other yeah. notes you have just mm-hmm. print them out so you have a hard yeah, copy there even out. if you, even if you have them on your tablet or mm-hmm. smartphone if you have a hard copy yeah, at least if know. if you phone breaks or whatever, then you you're not mm-hmm. lost completely. Yeah. so printing out is the one to do.
1: Yeah, that's it's so important, I think, to have things printed out. Like last year, for instance, my phone didn't work while I was in Essen and I mm, couldn't figure yeah. out what was wrong with it. It wouldn't connect to anything, but I had everything printed out. And I'd like to give a shout out to the Tabletop Together tool, um, which is a tool for kind of marking what games you want to see or demo um, at different events um, and, and set up for Spiel at the moment. And it's really, really fantastic because you you're you able to kind of make a list of the, the games you want to get to and then see them in terms of flow. Plans um, or halls that they're in to make it really, really easy um, to get around. And I think it's a fantastic tool and it's completely free and it's one that everybody should check out. I know I've used it two years now running and I'm always really, really impressed with it. It makes your trip, I think, that much easier when you know where everything is yeah. and where you want to go.
0: Definitely. It's a really mm-hmm. good tool. And so we'll put the link in the description. <laughs> yeah. And print that out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about phones and things like that, and you know, cameras and whatever mm-hmm. else you might take. Do think about having charger <laughs> cables, of course, have those. Think about, yep. obviously, if you're going to mm-hmm. Germany from another country, or UK or Ireland, the power outlets will oh. be different, so you will need an adapter. Uh, and maybe pack several adapters as well. If you do forget and you go by a plane, obviously you will be able to buy them at the airport as well. But oh, I'd say take yeah. several as mm-hmm. well, because especially if you take charging yeah. stuff overnight in the hotel, you'll find that the sockets mm-hmm. you know, are spread around and you can only plug one thing into one. So you don't want to be just, mm-hmm. just charging your phone yeah. while you also want to charge your tablet and whatever else. So take several adapters so <laughs> yeah. you can charge mm-hmm. stuff. And then also, if possible, depending on, on your device, extra battery packs. And have them charged as well so if for some reason your charge cable Mm -hmm. doesn't work you have extra battery packs because then Mm -hmm. you can just swap them out and don't have to worry about stopping somewhere charging your your camera while while you're Mm -hmm. doing something else so that's quite useful and yeah yeah, just obviously if you if you don't just need the cable maybe a power adapter so you know don't expect there'll be a usb outlet necessarily available it might just be a power outlet so make sure you have that sort of converter Mm -hmm. thing there as well
1: uh, and the other thing actually when you mention cameras um because having extra batteries is always a positive thing but also extra memory cards because you're going to take a lot of photos yeah. and you'll need a way to take them off your phone or not, your, well, not even your phone but your camera especially if you've brought a laptop with you as well to be able to take them off but you're going in you're definitely going to want more memory cards i'd say than normal um this is the kind of place you're going to want just to in case yeah, yeah yeah exactly so it'd be there'd be nothing worse than running out of space <laughs> <laughs> i'm mean, like i'm here and i can't take pictures however yeah. how are people supposed to know i'm having a great time
2: exactly yeah.
1: <laughs> and things like that and especially if you're going as part of like the press as we're now calling them i like that yeah the press. thank you the board game press <laughs> i'm going to use that forever i think it's <laughs> infinitely better than the other words we had yeah we don't, um, don't want to mention so that. yeah so if you're part of the board game press yeah you're going to want to have kept all of your you know your video your photographs together to be able to you know to show people or whatever when you get back yeah. or possibly you know while you're there maybe you want to bring a laptop I know I'm going to bring a laptop um, just to be able to take things off of my camera Yeah. maybe to post things I don't know but um, that's another thing you might want to consider Um, if it's worth bringing it or not or if you can survive till you get home have you enough space for keeping everything but Yeah. so that, that, that's like most of the stuff for prep isn't it yeah I was
0: going to say a lot of the stuff you can usually buy mm-hmm, in Essence yeah. I mean it's a big city so you'll be able to find extra mm-hmm. charges and things like that if, if there are any problems but yeah. best to take stuff because then you know you've got everything. So what about actually mm-hmm. when you're are at the exhibition. We're going to ignore, obviously, flying over and however you travel there and and, and find your hotel. I'm I'm, I'm sure mm. you can sort that out yourself. But some things you might want <laughs> yes. to consider when you're actually at the exhibition. And um, well, we just mm-hmm. talked about charge cables and things. Obviously, once you're in the hotel, yeah. unpack them, don't mm-hmm. leave them in the hotel. Take them with you. You know, maybe pack your pack <laughs> yeah. your rucksack the night before. You know, put mm-hmm. make sure when you arrive, you know, yep. pack your rucksack. Okay. You know, you got everything in there. And then the next morning, you just get up and and take that with you. You got put your charger mm-hmm. in there, you got your water bottle and, and other bits and pieces in there Mm -hmm. as well
1: and I definitely want to reiterate how important it is to bring your own water because there is one area that sells food but it's incredibly expensive to buy food um, on site or to buy drinks so it's you know save yourself a few quid and fill up on your water maybe your hotel or buy in the shop on the way there but relying um, on buying it there the whole time is just really expensive so that's the kind of thing you might want to plan ahead or maybe to go to like a supermarket and make your own sandwiches and bring them with you Yeah, is also uh, is also a good idea you know as delicious and all as those lovely roasted <laughs> potatoes spiraled on a stick look yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea what they're called and i'm sure it's cartoffel something there's no harm in planning ahead for kind of food and water wise definitely it's worthwhile investing a bit of time in having that stuff with you it'll um, definitely save you money as, also, as
0: andrea said it is a lot more expensive yeah. if you go out but mm-hmm. if you do go out if you do want to you know if you want to go out obviously avoid the times where everyone goes so obviously you know 12 o'clock everyone will head for somewhere and it'll be absolutely busy so if you can go a bit earlier or a bit later mm-hmm. that might be why and also yeah. obviously the usual stuff is most people will go to the nearest place so maybe look around to start with find something that's a bit further away because mm-hmm. it will be quieter and i yeah. think you know you'll enjoy that more uh as i say if you if you don't prepare stuff in yeah. advance and, and generally do eat though and do drink because it's so easy to go well, i'm just going <laughs> to yes. skip lunch because i want to just do this mm-hmm. and do that but make time for that yes. it's so important mm-hmm. especially if you're there for several days you do need the food and, and have a good breakfast to deal as well you know if you can brave it mm-hmm. in the morning and and get up a bit earlier have have breakfast maybe you know you oh, can that get it in the hotel that you know tends to be quite quite a good way of doing it and ideally also have a dinner Mm -hmm. but again it depends what you want to do in the evenings just (laughs) have your normal three meals a day if you can just it is so important it just Uh, keeps your immune mm -hmm. system going and keeps you energy yeah. going and everything mm-hmm.
1: so the other thing as well to point out that if you are feeling a little bit faint maybe from not having drunk enough water or not having um enough to eat there isn't that many places to sit down um between mm-hmm. the halls and things like that so i know last year like people were literally just sitting down along the hallways and things like that because that was kind of the best option so you might want to keep an eye on yourself if you're the sort to maybe you know feel a little bit weak with the heat and things like that just to keep an eye on yourself and pace yourself accordingly like it's yeah, a big yeah. it's a big convention it's a big day out um but there's plenty of time to see everything you know need to push yourself just you know take it bit by bit as you as you can
0: yeah and, to definitely pace yourself and, so, and yeah. we all feel that fear yeah. of missing out you know the famous one, you oh, haven't seen this i definitely <laughs> yes, want to see that I If if you are like that yeah. maybe make a point of seeing those things first at least the end of the way and then yeah. you know make a list of priority as well so obviously you want to do sort of an order of the halls but maybe also you know ha- have a list of priorities and say right these things i definitely want to see and try and get them off your list early mm-hmm. on so you don't don't worry about it and yeah. you, you rush around when in the last few days when you're already tired anyway so um and generally i mean Actually, yeah. one thing i think we mm-hmm. didn't mention talking about the hotel anything you can leave in the hotel leave it in the hotel use a safe if it's sort of valuable to, you yeah. know take enough Money and Mm -hmm, we're going to mention that in a minute as well. But take cash with you and leave everything (laughs) else in the hotel that you can use their safe rather than having stuff with you. And and also obviously keep an eye on your belongings Mm -hmm. while you're walking around. I'm not saying that there's necessarily lots of pickpockets at the exhibition, but you never know. Mm -hmm. People, you know, when they see something just lying around, they might just take the opportunity, you know, help themselves stuff and and keep yourself safe generally as well. You know, keep an eye out. You know, think about those sort of things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd say it's these exhibitions Mm -hmm. are safe places and all that but it's just like yeah. work of anything mm-hmm. when you go to a big city just be aware be aware that's all all you have to be and yeah. and you'll be absolutely mm-hmm.
1: fine yeah it's a, it's a really good point you know just because you know there's loads of people around you it doesn't mean it's it's always safe you got to kind of keep an eye um yeah. for yourself and for things that's that sounded really like i don't believe in the world everyone's a terrible person <laughs> no, kind of statement i don't mean it like that no
0: exactly no harm
1: keeping your stuff with you just you being know, just, aware just, as i you say know, the you're the, not the you're not at home you don't know yeah, where you aware. are
0: just just be aware mm-hmm. of where things are maybe yeah. keep an eye on there, there will be yeah. certain you know, safe places so to speak that if you if you do need to go mm-hmm. see someone yeah. that's absolutely fine Um uh, but let's say you probably won't have a problem but i always think if you can reduce the risk you know, if you have only so much money with you yeah. in the day, if it does get mm-hmm. stolen, well, you still have more money in the hotel and you're fine and exactly, you can sort yeah. it out rather than you know mm-hmm. put everything in one bag and, yeah. and maybe consider it, it for the last day the as well sense. because on the last day you might have to check out of the hotel early. You know, just um, just be aware. Mm-hmm.
1: That's also a really good way to make sure you don't spend all of your money on the first day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, if you leave bits of it in the safe at home <laughs> or say in the hotel so that you can't spend it all in one go. If you're the sort of person who does that, I definitely recommend having like a budget yeah. <laughs> so that you know i'm buying this game and this game and this is exactly how much it is and a lot of the the tools will tell you exactly the exact price of the game so you can know beforehand yeah yeah you know and you can also pre-order a lot of the games too um a, a lot of boots will offer that which is a really great idea so the money's already gone before you get there you show up with your printed out don't forget printed out yeah. receipt and then they'll give you your game so it, that you know that's a really handy service to, to take advantage of if they're you know for games you know you know for certain and you definitely want to pick up.
0: And then again, you're not rushing around trying to mm-hmm. get to the stand before everyone else until you know that the game yes. isn't sold out. So again reduce any things that you know any pressure on the day try and do it in advance when you can Mm -hmm. and then as far as i know and i haven't used it but apparently there's a shipping booth as well so you can Mm -hmm. drop stuff off as far as i understand Antoinette, do you know more about this
1: (laughs) i know everything about the shipping booth because when you are a a lady on your own who goes to buy like 14 board games in three hours (laughs) or so in essence i had to basically go to like four stands i'd have four games and then i go straight to the shipping booth and ship everything into a box send it home and then go get board games and repeat the process. I love the shipping booth. Um I had a great um experience with it last year. I sent like three boxes of games home. They all arrived within a week. The pricing is and it depends on the size of the box you get and how heavy the box is and it's real fun trying to balance the right <laughs> amount of games in a yeah, box yeah. so that you get the maximum um but like the biggest box was like 30 euros to ship which seemed actually really fair because that was a lot of there was a good few games and okay. i think that's a 10 kg yeah, box good. or something like that so this was last year um and they were really good you fill in a form there and then what's a really good idea is to bring a sharpie with you or have labels ready for your house So to save you writing all of this out, you could just stick it on the box or have it ready to write in the box. Um, And you'll have to fill out a form and you will get a receipt. I found I was there on the Thursday. Now there wasn't any real big queues when I went there, but people say on other days it can get very, very busy. Hmm. So you might want to allocate some, like if you're going on the Saturday, you might want to allocate extra time to go to the shipping booth to get rid of stuff. But I was very impressed with the service. I think it's genius. I don't know how else I would have carried everything (laughs) around. (laughs) So that's my plan. Load up my arms and then Head to, the, head to the shipping booth. I don't know how um, people, how other people plan on getting their board games home. Are you bringing extra suitcases? I suppose that might work for some people. For us here in Ireland, it's really expensive to add a suitcase onto our very cheap flight. Um, yeah, so it's, yeah. it's, it's actually just cheaper to, po- to post the games home. Um, but you, might, if you, that's something you might want to plan for how you get into your games home. Yeah, It's one thing to to go and, and buy them and also to make sure that they're padded accordingly. The shipping booth doesn't give you any padding. There's no bubble wrap anything anything like that like i threw i threw clothes i was wearing in with my boxes <laughs> i was like i won't have to carry this back in the plane i'd like, like a whole extra outfit of clothes with me for the day and i was like oh i'm done with yeah. this t-shirt then it goes um and then it showed up a week later but it was a you know it was a, a good service but if you're very particular about how your games travel you might want to plan ahead you can also oftentimes you have to pay to get a box from the shipping booth but most booths will have boxes they're not using anymore or will happily give to you if you ask because obviously they've had to bring all their product in boxes um, and then have their sold their product and now they have boxes so that's something else to keep your eyes peeled for and And yeah i was going to say speak to the exhibitors yeah
0: they're they're usually quite happy Mm, because they don't want to take stuff with them back home so no but, yeah, I mean, the shipping bells mm-hmm. sound absolutely amazing. Yeah. I think that's that's the way to go. But, of course, oh, if, so if you, you know, depending where mm-hmm. you're traveling from and whatever, what, what, what the other plans are, if you do want to take a second suitcase, mm-hmm. think about, just yeah. think about what, what the options are and the costs are. Yeah. But there is a shipping booth that might yeah. make your life a mm-hmm. lot easier. So, yes. <laughs> something to bear in mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what else have we got? Um I think one one thing, and and depends okay. on on who you are and how you how you deal with large crowds. So just be aware, this is a busy event. Mm-hmm. If you've been to quieter events in in other countries or at home, this mm-hmm. can get very busy. I've not been to this myself, but I've I've seen photos and I've heard mm-hmm. the stories where, depending on which halls you're in mm-hmm. and what time of day and what day of the exhibition, but it yeah. can get quite busy. So mm-hmm. just be aware that if you have, you know, if you get Worried in those situations, get some anxiety that you're prepared with that. Uh I mean I don't know everyone deals with different with it but I always think if you can find a space (laughs) that maybe is a bit quieter again you know maybe on your first day at the exhibition see, have a look around see whether there's like a quiet space just outside the exhibition halls where you can go for a walk or something Mm -hmm. maybe take some headphones and and download Mm -hmm. some music Mm -hmm. onto your phone or have a sort of separate player or something like that Uh, but yeah there's just something Mm -hmm. to bear in mind that can get very busy and it is not necessarily for everyone yeah
1: um, you know and the thing is as well that, that this is a big event and it's over a number of days you there's plenty of time to to get to everything really so if you if you are feeling anxious take it at your you know your own your own speed so considering i'm the sort of person to suffer from anxiety um and whatnot i kind of this is a it's a really interesting event because on the the one hand, you want to go and do something big and go, you know, see all the games and meet all the people. But on the other hand, it's kind of, it's very, very scary too. And I think that's something that's difficult for a lot of people to understand, you know, why are you going to something that you're so worried about? And I think a lot of it, sometimes there can be a lot of pressure on you when you invest in going to a big event. So going to Spiel isn't a cheap thing, no, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's expensive to go and stay. And if you want to set aside money to buy games and things like that, like there's a lot of kind of pressure on you and you might feel obligated to do everything to buy everything and to meet everyone, and that's great for the people that can do that. And there are people who can go and do that, and I'm rather envious. But not everyone can handle all of that, and you might need to plan accordingly. So, like for me, I don't have any meetings or get-togethers or anything planned for Thursday when I first arrive. Thursday is just going to settle down, and Friday I'll have a wander around and see how things are and whatnot. And I'm, hopefully I'll go in on Saturday. I'm not sure for how long. Cause Saturday is the really really busy day, but I'm planning. I'm planning it out um, to make it so it's much easier for me to do and I find planning really really helps maybe there are other people who are like me it's like if I know where I'm going at what time I'm 100% better than I am if I'm just wandering through randomly but for for anybody who is doing this and it is a big deal for them to do it just breathe take it easy and do what you need to do to make yourself feel okay um, and don't worry about kind of any expectations you might have or the people around you you want to have a fun event yeah, yeah. Um, more than anything else i think so manage your expectations yeah you know know what you're capable of exactly doing. and and as you yeah. said
0: you know if you don't feel like it if <laughs> mm. you book the hotel go back to the hotel i don't think anyone would have any problem with it if, if you said mm. to someone look i'm going to see you tonight wherever you know and you don't turn up I, I don't think that's a problem if you don't can't face it, you can't face it it's it's just you know your own health yeah. and and be, you know well-being is the most important thing here and everyone will understand that so don't feel bad mm-hmm. about not taking part in all these things yeah. so there'll be plenty of other people who who will take part so you know mm-hmm. you know you, you, you know yeah. again it's, it's <laughs> this, this fear of missing out it's it's this as you say thinking that you spend all this money mm-hmm. and you're wasting it you're not you know your health is worth all that so that's the main thing and and again exactly. you know like like you were saying exactly. if one, one of the other things if you can afford it maybe arrive a day early or maybe stay a day late Obviously, if you arrive a day early, you can have a Mm -hmm. look around the area first, actually go to the exhibition halls and get a feel of where everything is, even though you won't be able to go inside, but at least you see the location, see what's around. So if you do feel you have to leave, you know that there might be something nearby that you can go to and and, and do that. And it also, again, takes pressure off a bit. But I appreciate there's obviously extra cost, the extra day in the hotel and all Mm -hmm. that, but it might... Be worth the investment yeah. mm-hmm. because, I say, it allows you just to get a feel for mm-hmm. the air and acclimatise and have an extra day of, of thinking yeah. and and you mm-hmm. know getting comfortable.
1: I've got a bit of a random question oh, for you, actually, because <laughs> um, we were talking about <laughs> I know, sorry, <laughs> I love putting you on the spot because um, we were talking about food and things yeah. like that earlier and how important it is to eat and that you might want to plan accordingly. So you know. If you've got food allergies, I think that makes it a ton more difficult. Yeah. So is there phrases in German you can use to tell people that, you know, you're allergic just to particular things like maybe wheat or dairy or yeah, one yeah. of the other allergies? Soy? Yeah. I have yeah. no idea. I mean, what would it, you say? It, it depends. I mean,
0: uh, obviously, a lot of people there will speak English, so you're <laughs> probably absolutely fine. But if you do want to try it, mm. if you say ohne, which cool. is without ohne, But then even then you will have to obviously yeah. translate the, the word. So if you want to have it without milk, without dairy, you might have to say ohne milch or you can even say milch frei. But ohne usually means without and mm-hmm. I think people will know that. I okay. think Germany has become a lot more aware of allergies now. It didn't used to be the case. I remember years ago that, you know, you asked for gluten free and people say, What what do you mean? And I have to explain, well, it's without flour and <laughs> yeah. now people will actually know that yeah. and chances are that if you go to restaurants restaurant something there there will be something on there. But you can always ask for that oh, um but yeah you know with the phrase mm. is always a bit difficult because just saying owner they go okay what what <laughs> yeah. w- w- without owner. what dairy oh. without gluten without what 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 is it but yeah. do as i say, do ask and people okay. especially in essen as well which is quite a you know a touristy area they will speak english they'll, mm. they'll be quite happy yeah. too so oh, cool. you should be absolutely fine um but I appreciate it. It can be a bit more complicated in Germany because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I'm vegetarian and, and I used to find it quite hard going over there and finding something without meat because Germany is all about the sausages <laughs> and the meats and it's, all that sort of stuff. So, it, yeah, exactly. There awesome. you go. <laughs> but again, that, that's changed <laughs> yeah. as well. You know, last time I went over, it was mm-hmm. quite surprising that there's lots of menus now that have a good what selection of vegetarian options. So, and as I say, it will usually have notes cool. on there, but if not, just, just ask and, and, speak to them in English, I think Mm -hmm. they'll usually be happy to help. They Perfect. might not actually have gluten-free yeah. stuff, so just be aware of that. Again, they might not <laughs> yeah. have it, but as I say, I've found that actually has yeah. gotten a lot better in the last few years now. So.
1: so You made another really, really valid point there, which is the fact that Germans speak much better <laughs> English than you ever will German. Their, their English is always amazing. Um, so, yeah, you really don't have to worry about not speaking yeah, German.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it should be absolutely, absolutely fine. And they don't mind speaking I was English say, either. It's, it's totally the other way around. <laughs> if, if you start
0: speaking German with them, they'll realize you're not German and then they'll start speaking English back at you. So, yes, <laughs> even if you do yes. want to speak German, they might not even <laughs> yes. get the opportunity. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. They seem to love trying yeah. out their English, or at least it was a long time ago when I was in Germany. But every time I tried to speak German, everyone just stopped. Them yeah. on, no, 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 I would speak to you in English. <laughs> I was like, fair enough, yeah. I won't complain. So, yeah, that, that's another really, really cool thing, actually. So, the only other kind of little things we haven't really covered and is um basically how you might get to the convention center and this is something that caused me a bunch of hassle last year because there was an issue with the train service and there was like a redirect of the trains and no one really knew what was going on and i I asked very politely on the internet repeatedly um and to be fair um i have an answer (laughs) for how you might get to essen um and this is how i got there assuming you're going to fly in from dusseldorf now there is another airport that's pretty close to Essen. But I think the majority of people came through um, through Dusseldorf. And the cool thing about that airport is that there is a train station inside of it. You don't even have to leave the building. You literally get to go on kind of like this Skyrail thing. It takes you down and you go to the train part. And then with the train part, you're going to want to take any of the RE trains um, running from Dusseldorf Airport to Essen. And it's called yeah. Alton Essen is actually the name of the stop. It's not Essen; yeah. it's Alton Essen The
0: old Essen, old basically. Yeah.
1: Oh, there you go. Um the RE one and the RE6. So that, that's pretty straightforward. Um and from there you can take the tram to the fair, which is the U11 tram. Now the really, really awesome thing about Germany is that you guys like have a, a rail and trams and bus service everywhere. Yes, like, yeah. Like you couldn't get off the train and not see exactly where the tram stop was, or you get off the tram stop and you could see the yeah, buses and yeah. the train stop. So like there. they were literally all connected. And despite many people telling me that the, the German rail service and that isn't what it used to be about running on time, I found it ran very on time. Or if it was late, they announced it was like three minutes late. It's like our train is three minutes late. And in three Yay. minutes, the train showed up. <laughs> I don't know what everyone else gets in another part of the world, but the, the Irish bus and rails has a lot to live up to. Um, But yeah, so it's really, really awesome. You can get anywhere on the travel system in Germany. What I found really, really handy was that there was this nice app and it was called the Move It app and you could use it and it would show you where you were and tell you when the next train was or the next tram or the next bus thought yeah. that was really, really handy, Cause especially when you're in another country and you don't necessarily, you can't like go reading all of the signs and stuff. I had a hard time telling what side of the train track I yeah, had to be on to know exactly, what way yeah. the train was going. So watch <laughs> yourself. <laughs> I got on the wrong side of the tram and realized it didn't go the way it was supposed to. When I travel, I have a list of the stops printed out so I can go. We've gone past this stop. Then there's two more stuff, so I'd know them by name to make sure I was going the right way. That's a pro pro tip. (laughs) A pro tip. Um, And you can get, like, a ticket as well, which will allow you to travel on the train and on the tram for, like, seven days for fairly reasonably priced, so my husband tells me. So it's going to be, like, uh, according to him, it'll be, like, 30 euros for a tram and train ticket for, like, the... The week, so you can go and travel on anything, which seems to me to be fairly yeah, and very it's reasonable. a ticket you
0: can actually use for, in the whole region, as far as I understand. So it's a seven-day ticket for quite a mm. wide region, uh, yeah. so you can actually travel. I think even outside Essen and think if, if you wanted to go further. I mean, obviously check with mm. with someone if you do want to plan to do it. But it's quite a wide <laughs> area that this ticket covers, and it's yeah, yeah. A good reasonable price. So you can basically use it every day, mm-hmm. going from the hotel to the exhibition and then going back yeah. to the hotel or somewhere mm-hmm. else within Essen or say even in the vicinity of Essen. So it, yeah. it covers is quite wide range and it's quite useful and as I said we, we'll put the links to all that in the description okay. so you can check all those things out
1: yeah. yeah I really like the idea of only having to buy the ticket once instead of having to use the ticket machine every time you travelled because yet again it, it, it's yeah. a journey, <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's only so far my limited ever <laughs> gets me um, that kind of thing um, <laughs> so the idea of having your ticket once and then being able to go anywhere I think is really kind of yeah, makes yeah. it easier and, it makes as it you were saying a about a the
0: direction thing. of the train as well it, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's on the wrong side Side <laughs> come, yes. come to, to the Irish it. and the English. You know, it's not the left hand side, the right hand side that, that they go, and the, the trains will tell you the destination they're going to. So if if you, as you said, if you have the whole route mm-hmm. printed out, yes. you know which stops you're going to need yeah. to get on and get off again. You can see the the end stop yeah. and the destination, mm-hmm. and that should again help you whether you're on the right yeah. side of the you know tr- track or you know yeah. or the right platform and mm-hmm. things like that. And I yeah. mean that's a great idea about yeah. printing out the the stops as well because as you say, yeah. you can usually mm-hmm. there's a display in the tram or someone saying oh this Mm. is the next stop so you can you know compare with whether the written word on the display is the same as the written word Mm -hmm. that you printed out Yeah. so yeah that's good
1: yeah they announce it too which is nice they announce all the stops as they pull into them and the other thing I'm going to point out is that German people were incredibly friendly and nice to me and most of the ones I ran into were in board games yeah so I spoke to them <laughs> when I got lost and I wasn't sure if my train was going to back to the airport or not because the train doesn't end no. at the airport it's like midway on that entire route so it doesn't say the airport it's half train it says wherever the train ends yeah so I had some lovely German strangers help me <laughs> find my way back to the airport so yeah don't be afraid to ask people um for advice generally, but so everybody was really really lovely. And actually. you're probably fine Loan because you're in Essen and there's
0: big exhibitions <laughs> on that. Maybe there's lots of other English or Irish or whatever English speaking people around anyway. And you think they're German, yes. they're probably not anyway. Yes. Then you know, so you'll be able to talk to them. And I say it's it's Essen is a touristy area, so mm-hmm. chances are people will speak English and and they they're mm. used to have people asking them questions. You know, they, it's just normal to them. So do ask mm-hmm. you 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 know you won't have a problem
1: exactly. So, yeah, so I think we're we' are we are pretty much at the end of all of our little bits of advice. Of course, don't just focus on shopping. you can demo games as well, you can meet up with people, you can chill, have a nice time. You don't have to worry about buying all of no. the things <laughs> <laughs> That is my advice <laughs> don't don't buy all of the things exactly. have a good time and
0: there's there's things happening in the evening and obviously there's lots of yeah. stuff in and around Essen that you can see if you had the time you know, if you did stay a day longer or wanted to take a mm-hmm. day out I'm not necessarily going to talk about yeah. these things I and mean, we're going to put some links mm-hmm. um, in the description of this podcast to take it to various tourist you know, <laughs> web pages yeah. so you can see whether you want to take the tramline 107 which apparently is really good so you can see lots of sites there whether <laughs> you want to go to the Kulturkanal which is basically a canal mm-hmm. around there so there's lots of things to do museums and, and parks and stuff nice. like that but yeah. you know mm-hmm. there, there's loads to do so yeah. we'll, we'll check out the mm-hmm. show notes which means cool. we can actually now move to yeah. the big list of games that we're looking forward to if you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll start all of them with Ikmukta. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, so for the next bit, I think we want to talk about some of the games we're looking forward to. And Woo-hoo. do you want to make a start with with your favourite games? When we sort of all oh, of them okay. roughly by the sort of most important ones and sort of wake up, work our way down.
1: Okay, yeah, that's pretty fair. Now my list is alphabetized because the tabletop together tool gave it to me that way. So it's not that the first game is the one I'm most excited about, although that might be true. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're all they have an order. They <laughs> have an order to them. I'm also going to shout out here that. Because these are release games or games that are just coming out, sometimes there's very little known about them other than a photograph or a name.
2: Yes. Um, So
1: I'm not going to be able to tell you a ton of things about all of these. These are just ones that kind of appeal to me, that I like the look of or I like the mechanics of. So apologies when I don't go into a whole bunch of detail. So the first game on my list is Bubble Tea, and this is from Renegade Games for those of you who haven't heard of bubble tea before, neither have I. Apparently, it's some sort of fancy <laughs> tea that you can get in the US. But the special thing about this game is that you do, in fact, make tea and it comes with its own tea shaker. Ha hey. With dice to go inside of it. It is so adorable and cute looking. Um, I've wanted it since I heard about it. So that's the very first thing on my
0: list is bubble tea. Bubble tea, yeah.
1: What about you, Oliver?
0: Well, I was going to quickly mention uh, a, a series of Ren Games games. Uh, I, I understand they're not Yay. going to be at Essence. so I'm not quite sure whether someone else is going to have them on the stand. somewhere. I'd have to check the the list. But mm-hmm. obviously, the, the, the classic games that have been out for a while, like Assembly and the Glitches, and and now the resequence and Override expansions, will you know, are something that are of interest. Sensor Ghost's is also of interest, but as I said, I don't know whether they're they're actually there. But I did want to Mm -hmm. do a shout out because obviously Janice has been on the podcast. So hello, Janice. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, yes. Like so many. Friend of the show. (laughs) A growing list. (laughs) One of the many. Yeah. The first game that uh, I do want to mention a bit more detail is Ecos, the first continent. And I was watching Mm -hmm. a playthrough on heavy cardboard. And it looked really interesting it's it's basically you you're starting to build this sort of map of different uh but uh, well, sort of terrain tiles you've got like you know uh, grassland and and water and deserts and things like that, and then you can start playing animals as well and you' sort of you know it's a bit like one of these sort of old god playing games where you you know can place animals and things and it just looked very interesting that you even have things like where predators might eat the prey and things like that, so depending on who you playing and what you're doing you can actually have lots of fights going on there and it just yeah just looked very beautiful this is by AEG and it's yeah something I I would actually like to get my hands on at some point but we'll see see how we go mm,
1: that's a good choice that's a good choice that's one that's um was further down on my list as well that I'm quite, quite okay like yeah yeah off. um yeah yeah it's good it's by John D. Clare isn't it yes um, yes it makes a, a super special do you, you do like Mystic fail right? Isn't it? Yes, yeah, Bell? exactly, yeah. Yes, there you exactly go. <laughs> <with> this, <laughs> this same sort of feel, yeah. <laughs> Designers. So my next pick is fast becoming an Essen tradition. um So <laughs> this is um, the Concordia um, new maps, which are for Yay. Cyprus and Italia. Concordia is one of the most favorite games in our house and last year i picked up the new expansion i'm trying to read it off the shelf, the venus yeah. expansion and really it still hasn't got any plays yet which is terrible but that's not going to stop me from getting more concordia maps because i'm a bit of a completionist and i'm quite a fan of mac Gertz games so that'll be from pd verlag and i'm assuming i won't be the only person who wants more concordia maps because concordia is such a
0: fine, yeah, fine I've never game played it, but it certainly sounds like something everybody wants. Definitely,
1: <laughs> yeah, more and more concordia can't go wrong with that.
0: So for me, the next game is Mega City Oceana by Hub Games. Um, uh, Jordan mm-hmm. Draper is one of the designers, yep. and what I like about this Her. game, you, it's a bit of dexterity. So you're actually building little buildings out of different mm-hmm. shaped, uh, you know, things that you're putting like cubes and other shapes. You're putting on top of each other. Everyone has a sort of I don't know, but there's like a shared mm-hmm. pool of what sort of buildings you have to do everyone draws a card but but the clever thing is you put those onto a hex shape and then once you've built it you then have to push that hex shape into the middle Mm -hmm. of the table to connect to the existing island that's starting to grow out of the sea so you have to be careful if you build a Mm -hmm. tall building it might fall over but you get more points if it doesn't and things like that so i quite (laughs) like that mix of building something in 3d and then carefully shuffling in the middle but also trying to put in a specific place because where it's placed gives you different points and yeah it just seemed very fun and very interesting mm-hmm. so a bit of strategy and a bit of dexterity mixed in
1: it's really really pretty i've seen the little pieces that you build um you know and the pictures and stuff good, it looks yeah. really really intriguing and what an unusual combination of like dexterity and strategy and stuff yeah um i think that's a really that's a really nice looking game okay so my next pick is a reprint and it's not the only reprint on my list i think this seems to be the year for reprints but this is for <laughs> hacienda um the second edition this is from my one of my favorite designers mr wolfgang kramer so yeah. it had to go high on my list very quickly and it's being published by white goblin games and this is a game about cowboys as uh, so it was about cowboys and the wild kind of the wild west um looking thing and what from what i can tell it's a, a game of area control and network building. Um, and it looks suspiciously like previous Wolfgang Kramer games, um, so I'm totally sold on that. Nice, yeah. <laughs> so Good, yeah. That's if, if you know
0: certain <laughs> design or something, you just stick with that to make yep. sense. The next game on my list is Jetpack Joyride by Lucky Duck Games, which I actually kickstarted, so I'm looking forward oh, to getting that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't even if I wasn't Essen, I wouldn't buy it there. But um, <laughs>
2: right. what,
0: what I like about it, and <laughs> if you yes. do get a chance to have a demo of it, I, I do recommend you try it. It's it's uh, one of those things where you have sort of you know Tetris mm-hmm. shapes that you you know are in the middle. There's a central pool, and everyone has mm-hmm. a well. It's based on the the app mm-hmm. by the same name, but basically you have sort of three three things in front of you yeah. that sort of represent and the uh, lab. Um, and there's different things. A bit, you know, like imagine the horizontally scrolling computer game. There's like energy things floating in mid air and other obstacles and things like that. So use those tetris shapes to try and make a path through that lab and uh, obviously you try and not hit obstacles but collect energy in the meantime or coins and things like that and everyone basically grabs tiles all the same time so it's a real-time game and everyone obviously tries and grabs the right tiles There's obviously lots of you know fun i think coming out of that just because everyone does it at the same time and then yeah whoever finishes their path Mm. first then i think that like another 20 seconds or something after that before everyone then has to stop and i just like this idea of you know you, you're doing like a computer game simulation you're all grabbing tiles out of the middle mm-hmm. of the, the table uh you know everyone's going there for this at the same time so i think it's a one of those games that's just fun because of the mm-hmm. real-time element of it so i'm looking forward to playing that,
1: that is, that's cool i'm always curious to see how people turn video games into board games yeah because i don't think it's an easy feat and i don't always think it's done well um so i'd be very curious to see how that played out it sounds like a lot of fun because yeah. the game was a lot of fun i love jetpack joy right that was good stuff so yeah it'd be great to see that uh, all played out in, in real time um so my next pick is one that seems to have been out already or I've definitely seen pictures of. And this is Ishtar Gardens of Babylon. Um, this is coming from Aiello Games oh, yeah, and yeah. from designer Bruno Casala. Woo! can he do no wrong? <laughs> so this is a tile placement game about um basically turning desert into like the gardens of Babylon and yeah. flowers. It's got some really impressive looking pictures. I'm I quite like tile placement games. It doesn't sound kind of overly complicated. I kinda I kinda want to see it in person before I make any decisions. But as it stands right now, I'm I'm <laughs> ca- calling me very, very, very interested. So <laughs> (laughs) Um, So that is Ishtar Gardens of
0: Babylon. For me, uh, the next game on the list is really more mm-hmm. for nostalgia, and and again, I've kickstarted it, so it's it's coming my <laughs> way eventually. Ooh. This is on the Underground with the London Yay. and Berlin maps by Ludi Creations, and literally, I I mostly mm-hmm. bought it because of the Berlin map because I come from Berlin, as as you may know by now, <laughs> Um but also because the actual <laughs> yep. gameplay is quite fun. You you basically have a have a map of the Underground, whether it's London or Berlin, you're trying to fulfil routes mm-hmm. uh, and Get tr- people traveling along your routes, trying to you know make sure you have the shortest route to make sure that those customers yeah. actually come your way, which gives you points while everyone else is trying to build their routes at the same time so it's sort of a bit like, I suppose, a bit like Ticket to Ride, but not really. It's it's mm-hmm. more about, as I say, trying to create these connections and building those routes. And So there's lots of sort of think, thinky stuff and, you know, everyone's building on the same map. So there's lots of competition, so direct sort of player interaction happening there. And it just looked very interesting, the way the customers sort of score and, and what points you get. So looking forward to On the Underground.
1: Mm. I think so too. That's a really pretty looking game. I yeah. love the way the colors and things are on the box. It looks really, really good. Um, and of course, if you've got a personal connection to the location, yes, make the game
0: <laughs> even better. Even <laughs> I should win this game if you play on the Berlin map. <laughs>
1: uh- <laughs> a good call. Yeah. Uh, same way i wish i owned the irish rail gauge yes, game yes, irish um, Gage, yeah. i love how that looks but it's a minimum of three players i'm like there's a reason i haven't bought this yet yeah. with a map <laughs> of ireland on it and i'm like oh that's why okay, yeah. i never get to play it okay so next on my list um is going to be possibly a surprise to nobody and this is tapestry from Stonewire games yeah you may have heard of this famous game <laughs> already <laughs> yeah. um as the hype continues to grow um for tapestry there's going to be a limited number of copies available at Essen at the matago stand okay. and you can't pre-order them right um that's what so that's coming from jamie anyway um so the chances of me getting a copy of tapestry probably about zero oh,
2: no. but you okay. never know yeah. i
1: <laughs> you never know. Put it down there. I'm still not entirely sold on tapestry yet. I don't have a, a civilization kind of game, and I and and you know that Stoneware Games yeah, make yeah. you know nice things and solid games. Um, but I'm just I'm waiting for more um people to play it and get a little bit more feedback on how on how it goes. You know, yeah, um, because yeah. I find sometimes when some so when everyone's really excited about something, it's very hard to say anything negative about it. Mm, I
2: know, um, yeah.
1: So I just want kind of something. I, I don't like. I'm not saying you know there's everything should be negative about the game i just kind of want a realistic a gritty version of what, yeah, of what yeah, it's about it's yeah. like we like this we didn't like this you know I'm, so i'm holding i'm holding out for that because it's quite an expensive game but gosh it looks rather good it um so so, <laughs> that, so that's why that was my fix um tapestry
0: yeah tapestry is on my list as well and i actually pre-ordered it so i'm, I'm mm. i followed the hype and there's Ooh. a lot of hype out there but to be honest yeah the things i have heard about it so far the little bits of information for people that are actually playing it it still looks interesting mm. to me and I, I do like the sort of the world yeah. building stuff there's sort of you know building the map in the middle and still having your sort of tracks and things so there's mm. lots of stonemaier feel about it so if you play other stonemaier games you will get the <laughs> yes. same sort of feel and that's a good start i think yeah. so maybe it's yeah. not for everyone but mm-hmm. i i am really looking forward to it yeah. and i can see playing that a lot
1: I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. <laughs> the sooner you get unboxing and reviewing that, the better. Okay, I'll do my best. I don't know, that's a
0: bit of a but I'll do my best. <laughs> do my best.
2: <laughs> now the, get to work. <laughs>
0: the next game on my list is Pipeline by Capstone Games. Again, I was drawn Ooh. to that because I watched a playthrough by Heavy Cardboard. And no, we're not sponsored by Heavy Cardboard. <laughs> but no. it's one of those games that is quite thinky. And there's sort of mini games within it. So mm-hmm. you're trying to build basically a, a pipeline network. And the idea behind it is that you're refining oil. That's sort of the premise of the game. But it's not obviously just any normal refinery where pipes go in a straight line up and down. Here, pipes can actually go across each other and go in, round in circles and things like that. So it's more one of those sort of puzzles where you've got like square mm-hmm. shapes where pipes of different colors come out and you line them up trying to match colors ideally to make long. Uh, chains of the same pipe of the same color you can't obviously always get the color sort of the shapes that you necessarily want uh, so there's a lot of these things where you, you know there's play interaction in the sense of someone might try and steal the pipe that you want but chances are they're obviously getting the pipe that they need and it's just that puzzle I find really interesting everything else is more about obviously buying oil at a Mm. crude level and then refining it and selling it for money so it's that part tends to be quite sort of box standard but i quite like the idea of this sort of puzzle of this pipes and (laughs) reminds me of this sort of childhood puzzle mm-hmm. games where you're lining up all these different shapes to make to make a bigger shape and things yeah. like that that we all played so maybe it's a mm-hmm. childhood thing yeah. <laughs> again nostalgia i guess you <laughs> take me back to childhood
1: <laughs> um pipeline is beginning kind of a lot of nice talk about it as well yeah i think it, it's a it's a good look it's a good looking game it's definitely one i'm interested in too so i'll have to have another look have a at look, it yeah? yeah have a look i have a lot of things i want to have a look at you may have noticed yeah. my need list is actually quite short. <laughs> For me, it's more, I just want to have a goo at all these things and I want to touch them a yeah. bit. And <laughs> I think without, just, I don't know, I'm just very non committal, this essence. So the final thing I have on the the list of things I must 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 find must, must. is the new edition <laughs> another second edition of the Castles of Burgundy with expansions. Oh so, right. Considering considering its fell timber, <laughs> it turns out I had another of fell hiding in my list I forgot about. Um I Castles of Burgundy is a, a a basically a dice rolling tile laying game where you kind of build up your um, your little town and you add things around it and it's gonna it's, it's a it's the art is shocking the game looks terrible it looks like it's printed on the back of a cereal box <laughs> but it's a really 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 good game and for years people have complained about how it looked so now they're making a shiny new nice. version and there were no pictures except the box oh. all i know is it exists okay. and there's the box lid. it so um, I find that very mysterious. <laughs> Color me intrigued. So I'm dying to check out what the New Castles of Burgundy with expansions looks like. Well, so that's published by Alea again. That's that's the classic. So it's mm-hmm. great
0: to see a new new version of that coming out. <laughs> to see what they've done with it. Pretty exciting.
1: I, yeah, I hope it's good. <laughs> I hope it looks good. <laughs> <Yeah>. the, <laughs> that's not all I want. I just want it to look good. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure
0: they've improved <laughs> it, but maybe they're just keeping it under wraps because everyone is looking <laughs> forward to it. So we'll see. Now. One Mm -hmm. more game on my list is The Mind Extreme. Now, I know people probably know that I (laughs) I love The Mind. We play it all the time. Actually, we haven't played it for a while now, Mm -hmm. but it's one of those games that just seems so simple. And I seem to have infected people like yourself, Antoinette, with the mind bug. But this one is extreme. And I think the difference, there might Mm -hmm. be other things, but certainly the main difference is you now have two stacks of cards. One is going upwards ascending order the one other one is going downwards so whereas in the normal mind you're going from basically the lowest number to the highest number you now have two rows of cards basically trying to play so i assume you still can play whenever you want as long as you have the highest card you can obviously start with that on the highest stack and if you have the lowest card you can add that to the lowest stack i think that it just adds more things because people now don't know if someone's trying to twitch and play a card in and, and the mind at the moment, people know, okay, they're probably close to the next card. But now they don't know, are they close to the lowest card or they're close to the highest card? So I think it will create another interesting level of the mind extreme by. I think it's Nürnberger Spielekartenverlag, he says in German.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Say that again three times yeah, three no, <laughs> just, just Once was enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was fantastic. I do love the mind. I don't know if I could handle another level of the mind. I think it's all enough All great health, to be honest. But I think it's cool that he's done something else just with it. I just You that. know yeah, what yeah. I mean? You can, can you not just make a great game and leave it? No, we're going to do something else just with it. That's pretty it cool. Better.
0: Have you got another list? just uh, sorry another item on your list then
1: i do i have one more well which is technically multi-choices okay um so as as many of you know me I can welcome um i am a huge fan of the emperor s4 games and these are publishers from taiwan and every year they put out new games just around the eschen spiel and i've been waiting all year for these releases so i go to very quickly, talk, very quickly talk about the Four new games they have, two of which are in my house. Isn't that the most exciting thing in the world? So, uh, yeah, exactly. So the two in my house are, I've got a copy of Trial of the Temples and... This is basically like, this is going to be really fun trying to describe these games. Um, it is basically a bunch of mages having a war, according to the back wow. of it. But really, it looks like a roundel where you go around with these beautiful crystals um, through the these gorgeous temples. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's really it's really a stellar look, and I can't I can't wait to play it. This is all this weekend's work. And <laughs> um, the second game that's here is um, Jiguan, the Eastern Machinist, okay. and this is a game about building mechanical beasts and if um it also features some sort of roundel i haven't figured it out yet okay but basically you're you're building building beasts to get points you're filling in your board um it's like the fun thing about these games is that they always look really pretty and happy on the cover and, and then there's a whole lot going on underneath them yeah, yeah, they're yeah. usually fairly weird as in they don't like you'll buy a new game now and you'll play it and you'll go oh that feels a little bit like such and such Yeah. none of these games ever feel like anything else they're just like off the charts okay um so there are two then that are being really only at Essen, um, and these I can actually talk about. Um, so, one is called Walking in Provence. Um, so, last year, they released a little card game called Walking in Burano. Yeah. Um, this is the version of it in and in Walking in Brano, you lay down cards and you build your house and you're trying to collect sets of things that in your, are in your houses. So, for instance, like you'll get five points if you have three cats in your building um, and you're trying to build things like that. It's a beautiful little tableau builder and it's gorgeous and it's quick and it's really, really fun and it's adorable. So I like that they've made another version of it. Nice, yeah. And the second thing they're releasing is a party game and it's called Geometric Art. Um, and despite the fact it's a minimum player of three i'm going to give it a try <laughs> okay. um so this one is a, a draw a dra- <laughs> this one is a drawing game like a lot of party games are except this one is you roll dice and it's got particular shapes on it and you have to try and make a picture out of the shapes okay <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yeah that well that's what i know so far it's not it's not released till Essen yet so those are the the picks that are coming from empress 4 and i'm really 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 excited about them I swear they don't <laughs> pay me or sponsor me i just you know everybody's got their board game publisher the one that you'll always kind of trust and go to and And they're mine, okay. so I'm sorry I hogged all the time, about <laughs> them, but they have some very cool looking games.
0: Playing. No, that's fine.
1: <laughs> Reno. Right have you have you anything more on your list? Yeah, I've got
0: a couple more that I just want to mention. One, another game that I Kickstarter is Rome by Red Raven mm-hmm. Games, uh, which is due to be delivered very soon. So that's going to be quite exciting. Ooh, yes. I'm not going to talk too much about it. It's have a look on the website, but it's I mean Red Raven Games again is just beautiful art, and this one is more like a geometric puzzle. You're trying to sort of fill different spaces uh, on, a, on a map basically with cubes depending on what Tetris shape you've got in front of you but it's quite a clever twist on this sort of idea and then uh, okay. another couple of card games are Silver by Bezier Games. Mm-hmm. I've Got the free app when they were releasing that and have played it a lot since then, just against the AI. And Even even our daughter has gotten, gotten into it and really enjoy that. And a friend of mine from the games group also mentioned it and he's going to probably get a copy. So hopefully you are going to actually play it for real with more than just one person against the AI. We're actually going to be able to play it to like three or four players. So that's going to change things again. It's quite interesting game. So again, have a look at that. Excellent. And then finally, one that I kickstarted is volleyball high by medieval lords and this i find quite interesting because it sort of tries to emulate a volleyball game so you are playing cards that represent the players into certain spaces on the court if you like and then you also have like a a coach that can do certain things and then the ball goes backwards Mm -hmm. and forwards and it just seemed to be quite fun and you know Mm -hmm. quite a little fun card game um, that i thought would be quite worth mentioning Mm -hmm. but these are sort of the, the main list well i hope that's give everyone some ideas for you know if you do go to Essen or if, even if you don't go to Essen just you know some yeah. idea of games to look mm. at and find out more about and then obviously internet you will be going to Essen so we're looking forward to oh, you hopefully. reporting back and see how many of those games you've actually had a chance to, to look <laughs> a at
1: whole other, a whole other German you know related episode I yeah. like it I like it a lot <laughs> we have to <laughs> um yep yeah, but for those of you not going um why not you know tweet us and tell us what game you'd like to see if you if you could have gone And just because we're making a whole episode about this thing, don't feel left out. Loads of people don't get to go and their lives are just fine. You know, it's just, yeah, it's just a big hype. So don't stress. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Just exactly. But as usual, uh, you know, if, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, give us some stars and reviews and things mm-hmm. like that. Find us on the various podcast the right catches, there's all there. Find us on our new Facebook group, link in the description, and the new BGG guild as well. It's number three six one six, apparently. So yeah, as I say, we'd love to hear what, what ideas you got. Whether you got some ideas for future episodes and things like that or board game terminology you want us to cover there's so many things that we didn't cover yeah. in this episode but you know we'd love to go back to
1: because <laughs> it's always so yeah it's always so, yeah. so thank you everybody for listening we hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to making many more
0: thanks very much and uh, I'd have to say in German Auf Wiedersehen
1: ja, Auf Wiedersehen
0: Bye yeah
1: take care everybody
0: okay bye